Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just so so everybody has some clarity on Savoy, I spoke after the game uh, in regard to Matty. Um, he was injured during camp. Unfortunately, the way the rules sit, we were going to have to send him back to junior or keep him on a roster, uh, one of our 23 roster spots. Um, we were able to, you know, from the time he got injured, we felt, you know, the more experience, unfortunate with these young players, training camp is a huge growth experience for the player. We have a, a guy that we, we love as a, as a prospect and a player. We were sitting here, he's going to miss the entire training camp because of injury. So we brainstorming. You figure, how can we keep him around? He had to take one of the 23 roster spots. We were able to get him to Rochester for six games instead of, uh, as mandated, send him back to junior. And from that point, we said, if there's injuries on the 23-man roster, we're going to try to get him a game, maybe more, to get some feel that he missed in training camp where he would have played five or six preseason games. Uh, We had that opportunity. Uh, It was the Minnesota game. Uh, obviously that game and was a very tight game that started with trading power plays and penalty kills and uh, as that game went along uh, I did not feel comfortable as a coach putting him in a spot where it was a tight game and him being on the ice for a mistake against yeah, I didn't think he had enough practice time and unfortunate because of the injuries and I didn't want that to happen to him so that was a personal decision for me um, and obviously with uh, Samuelson coming back, we no longer had a roster spot the next night. So all of those things were the circumstances behind decisions. Um, but the biggest uh, thing we were, we were happy about is we could keep him around longer uh, for the value of gaining experience. And that is the most important thing. Uh, and we're very happy that he was able to do that. Uh, we'd love to, for things to work out even more and more. But... Uh, the situation was it is was was what it was, and um, we we had to do what we did. Given the when you make the decision, you inform Matt that he's going back to junior. What's I guess what's the um, what's the message to him on what he could take away from? Obviously, that's not the debut that he envisioned, but to go back to junior, what did you? What message did you and Kevin want to impress upon him as, as he left? So he's in a good frame of mind and feeling good about what he had accomplished in practices and during his time in Rochester. There was plenty to, to uh, I mean, there was, there was excitement and certainly my voice and Kevin's that we have him in our organization. And I think he, he feels that, uh, um, you know, we, we are pretty 
pretty excited that we drafted him, pretty excited that he's with us, uh, and real excited about his future. So, you know, the message flowed in that manner. And then, obviously, we explained um, what I explained to, to, to the room here. Um, pretty similar. You know, we, we were faced with a, the daunting reality that we were going to have to send this guy back to junior before when training camp ended. And we brainstormed and said, how do, we, how do we not send him back? How do we prolong him skating out here in practices? And uh, we were able to get the American League game. So we, we explained it to him just like that. You know, we were, you know, our hands were tied with the way the rules are. Uh, we, we absolutely would love to have him in Rochester the whole year and being a call-up. But the rules don't allow for us to do that because he has junior eligibility. And we are, we are uh, mandated to send him back to his junior team. That's out of our control. He was dominant last year in junior, and I'm sure he will be this year. I mean, he's a dominating player there. So for him, what, how, how does he get better in that situation where he already dominates the game down there, but how does he get better and make himself a better player? It's a great question, Paul, and it's a great question because that is exactly why we wanted him here longer, so he can, he can learn and see things that he needs to work on down there. Uh, so if he would have went back right with no experience skating in practice with the speed of our NHL players and goaltenders and then just a little bit of feel in a game, he'd go back to junior and he had no, no vision of what the NHL is. So he'd be working on the same things he was working on. We gave him, we tried to give him as much hindsight and insight as possible knowing that by the rules we were supposed to send him back you know, right away, uh, unless we could add him to a 23-man roster. Um, now he has that hindsight and insight, so he goes back to junior. He can focus and say, okay, I know I have to protect the puck here. I know I have to read the situation this way because I've seen it. And that was really, really important. If he's going to go back to junior where he's been for five years or four years, and I think this is his fifth, it's the same old, same old, and, and we didn't want that. We fought hard to, to give him an opportunity, so now when he goes back, he actually has a better perspective on what he needs to work on. How did he handle the news? I mean, he's obviously had kind of an up and down, like with the injury, and then just waiting a while to get into the lineup. How was he with the whole thing? Yeah, I'm sure, you know, after, in front of us, obviously, he, he was great. He was... Um, you know he's a he's a happy by nature guy, um, and he's a you know as I told you a year ago when we sent Jack, Jack Quinn down, he said I'm in some respects I'm glad because I know I need to work on some things and 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 my standard you know, I got to get to a higher standard and and I think you sense Maddie has that same significance you know he, in, in all likelihood he knew at some point he was probably going to have to go back and play junior based on our depth and where we are as a team right now. Uh, so I think he was happy for the opportunities, and uh, I think he was very dialed in to soak it up. Was there any thought to giving him uh, a longer run to see if he could kind of absorb more and, and earn a spot? Lots of thought to it. Lots of thought, and we wanted to. You know, again, you get into that Minnesota game. You, you guys know it. I mean, let's face it. After a game, you, how many times you say, well, you lost that. You didn't play well here. You didn't do this. Can you imagine if you play a young guy out there in a one nothing game or a 1-1 game and he makes a mistake? And there were some things that, uh, you know, and, and you don't want to put the guy in that situation. And we're much different than we were one year ago, and I've said that a lot. We, we are 
we we play we have to play to win with greater emphasis. You know, a year ago, two years ago, we had to look in the mirror and say, hey, you know, we're going to try to win every night, but we have to get better. And 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 now it's you know now we have to find ways to win every night. It's not about uh, you know as much of a future. We've we've invested in guys like Thompson and Middlestead and Deline to the point where they've developed, developed, developed. And you know you go in these games now and you're trying to find any edge possible to win. And you've seen me shorten the bench a lot this year. And you haven't seen me do that in past years. It's different. You coach different, different situations. And like I said, for, for Maddie, I didn't want to get him uh, personally and, and involved in making a mistake at a time that we needed those two points. Injuries are part of it, I know, Don. But what's your level of concern just about secondary scoring? Um, you've had guys move in and out of the lineup, but you've, you've got a handful of guys who haven't don't have a goal yet this season. Yeah, I, I, you know, you everybody's going to want more second, more scoring and secondary scoring. Um, I believe we're capable, and I believe we'll. I, there's there's lots of other things I guess that would concern me ahead of that. Um, I think that'll. When other things resolve, that'll come back. Power play being one of them, which I'm glad I mentioned it before you guys do, because it's uh, no matter how much it aggravates you, it probably aggravates me more. Uh, you saw us work on it again today um, to tweak things, and you know I, I do. But the scoring on this team, I think, is is uh, is is there. It's proven to be there, and I think when we get some other things right, uh, that'll be a natural uh, consequence. Experience with Matt Savoy or is, is going to be used going forward with Zach Benson now as he's rehabbing and getting back. Two totally different players, I think. So, so I think you, you, every guy's different, every situation's different. So, I just don't think it's even fair to to think one, and you're going to do the same thing with another. Um, um, you know, we'll we'll evaluate everything separately with every guy, as we always do, really. Um, you know, like I've said, some some guys are 20 years old, and and uh, but they're further than the next 20 year old. Don't throw the guy. Don't throw. Always, oh, this guy's a 20 year old, so they're always like all 20 year olds. You know, some guys have. Uh, they all deserve to be treated, you know, for their unique attributes as well. Yeah, Alex. You know, I mentioned from the outset he's day to day. So so the issue he's dealing with could have resolved in say 48 hours. It hasn't resolved yet, and we are waiting. He is waiting for it to resolve. So he has full mobility and full motion, um, and you know it's still. So he remains in a day-to-day. Um, I would be, um, you know, from the progress to this point to today, which he's shown progress over the weekend, lots of progress. Um, I would say Friday's a, a very good target for him so he was close today is, is why I say that how close is Benson and Biro to being available they just jumped back into full practice so I we like to have them have more than one day of that uh, jump back um, but they both went through it very comfortable today so that's good news so we you know, obviously play tomorrow we have a couple more practices we'll make a decision um, right about then um, I would suspect after them going through the two practices we have, we'll feel comfortable uh, answering that question. Because you could have a milestone tomorrow, 
thousand games. What does it mean to you to see him hit that mark? Uh, there, it, it's once a player hits a thousand games, you know, you have some of these guys are Ironmans and they play eight hundred straight games, and then most of the guys in their career have lots of injuries and. Um, you know, in different organizations and um, highs from the time they were drafted, you know, where, where he was in the, in the top of the first round. Um, you have so many emotional highs and, and then lows. And like I said, injuries through the years. So to get to a thousand, you know, he's been through a lot and his family's been through a lot, uh, any player. And so, and for me, um, you know, obviously my first stint in the NHL as a head coach, uh, dating back a couple of years now, and having him for me from day one, he was very special to me then um, and remains that way and to our organization. So to be a part of it for me is is uh, really uh, nice. I guess why is he so special to you? Um, well, again, I, I took over this dirt you know, assume this position on an interim basis. And, you know, you, you obviously you, the speed at which you do things as a coach, um, you know, it's can you get information to your players? Can you bring clarity to your players? Um, and the faster you can do that, the more efficient you are, the more impact you can be. And, and he helped me tremendously uh, in that. And um, we, it was fast. Um, as you guys know uh, from stories dating back to uh, the first game that, that uh, we won when I was an interim coach, and the text messages from him even the night before, we're going to win tomorrow. You know, to, to me. So, uh, yeah, he he's he's been instrumental in helping me convey messages and giving me feedback as well. You know, we had a long talk this morning about you know where our team is at, uh, both physically and psychologically, um, and. Great conversation. I bet you we talked for 25 minutes this morning. Um, and easy, easy conversations. So, How has he evolved as an NHL player from when he was drafted by the Islanders and showed up as a rookie and now as a 35-year-old veteran captain leader? How has he evolved as a player to stay in the NHL this long? Yeah, well, I don't know the answer specific because I wasn't with him through his whole career, but the key – word that you used or term is evolve and you cannot play in this league at his age without evolving your game you talk about young guys and you say okay this guy's got to get better he's got to improve in here and here and here the older guys have to evolve because their body is not the same as it was when they were 25 in their prime and the guys that evolve and learn how to play differently stay in the game the guys that still try to play like they're 25 and they're 30 they 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 end up out of the uh, squeeze out of the game pretty quick and so for Kyle, he has really evolved his game. Even from last season to this season, he, you know, you guys can ask him. His training was completely different, or he added different things to his training uh, to change body composition based on information he gained from last year going through the season. So, um, yeah, it's it's you evolve and you learn to evolve. Did you know him before you took over as coach? No, just only as a player, not as a person. Um, so, the answer is no. When you mentioned the power play, obviously the game's kind of trended to one defenseman, four forwards. But you had Yoki Haru and Power out there the other night, and you had more chances created by that. I'm wondering how open you are to constantly maybe considering two defensemen out there in a power play unit. We have to consider a lot of things, Brian. So, so again, yeah, I'm open to we need to we need to. It's the first unit, and they're they're creating chances, but. They're not winning enough face-offs. We're not winning enough face-offs with that first year. So then that puts us 
usually the puck's clear and you're down. And we're not, we haven't been entering the zone well enough. So now those things cause, they add pressure and they cause players to press. We're getting looks, but by the time we get the look, it's almost as if our guys are frustrated and a little tighter. Um, so, you know, the, the psyche is taking a hit. I think we're still generating, we could have scored a lot more, but I don't know that the psyche was strong enough by the time we finally generated that chance on the first unit. Second unit has gotten much less time, but they've had less challenge. They've actually created more, as you reference Yokoharu. That second unit, even without Yoki the other night, who was really good, uh, has actually possessed the puck better than the first unit to this point or, or recently. Um, so, you know, you, you have different personnel and, and, and greater skill levels definitely help, but you still have to do core things, create your two-on-ones. And, and I think our degree of difficulty on the first power play, specifically with entering the zone, we're relying on our skill too much, not the fact that we have five and they have four. And that is not uncommon with lots of power plays. Lots of power, I mean, power plays are loaded with skill and talented players, and when they get frustrated, they instantly try to impose their will on it, and it usually doesn't work out. It's a one-on-one instead of a five-on-four. We've had a challenge with that. So, yeah, we'll look at all different things. I did, didn't did mind Yokoharu there. Um, we put Paterka there on that flank today in practice, and, and he's he's good there. He's he's a talented guy. So that actually looked good, and Victor was on the other side in the second unit. You mentioned face-offs. Is that something where it's getting to the point where maybe you guys are going to have to add somebody who is better at face-offs than what you have? I don't even want to go there right now, uh, Paul. It, my, it's, my mind's got to be on right now and what we have and, and uh, what we work with. But I do think there's things we can do now that'll, that'll help. Um, you know, we, we've been taken on the one side. Maybe we switch to the other side and, and, and talk about different things. But we'll address it that way before we even consider anything else. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 